Hello and welcome to Beauty and the Gee, a podcast about all things grappling and life on and off the mat from the female perspective. I'm Jen Eads. I'm a white belt full of questions and curiosity about all things jujitsu. And I'm AJ Klingerman, a Brazilian jujitsu purple belt obsessed with jujitsu. In this episode, we are going to talk about that one time that AJ almost quit. Yeah. So I haven't always been obsessed with jujitsu. <laughs> I find that a little hard to believe. It, it doesn't you feel now. right. It, yeah. Yeah. It, it's funny. Um, just a quick story. Like last year, it was my birthday weekend and I was like watching pans. I was, I was like working outside with my laptop watching pans <laughs> and I was like, this is not the woman you married. <laughs> like, I'm like carrying my laptop around. Like, I don't want to miss any of the cool, cool matches. Um, so yeah, it, it's definitely a different place, but you know, I mean, I've, like I've mentioned before, I've been around for a really long time mm-hmm. and this is this, what I'm going to talk about today is different than like blue belt blues or purple belt purgatory. Um, not that like, you know, just kind of falling out with, you know, your, your skill set. but I've been reflecting a lot since women's camp. So this has kind of been (laughs) on my mind. Uh (laughs) Um, starting kind of it, I, I really started getting back into jujitsu, um, around 2009. And so when people ask like when I started or whatever, I'm always like, Oh, I was somewhere, you know, in that time frame, I, I mean, I started first in 99, but like <laughs> actively getting back into training, it was 09. And then in 10, I lost my dad. Mm-hmm. So my dad um, committed suicide and I was, you know, the one to discover him a few days later. And um, obviously that really destroyed me in mm-hmm. a lot of different ways. And, you know, the next year, like there are good things that happened, but everything kind of just feels very gray in that time frame. Mm-hmm. That's when like we were, J- James was cornering in the UFC and that kind of stuff. So we were getting back, you know, like getting to travel and there were, there were cool things happening. I actually, in that time, won international marketer of the year, um, which is a huge deal. I, it was a big competition and, you know, I got to do some really cool things because of that. Yeah. But I hid that. So what, <laughs> why what would you hide that? <laughs> because, my my confidence was destroyed, not just from my dad. I mean, definitely that played a huge, that probably honestly played one of the biggest parts in it, but I didn't realize that that was it at the time. Uh-huh. But kind of it came from, we had to kick a student out, um, just a real cancer. And when that happened, he started bullying me really bad. Uh. And, you know, like as an adult, you'd like to think that, you know, you wouldn't be bullied. You wouldn't right. be subject to being bullied. Yeah. Um. But, you know, just getting online and saying just really terrible things about me and private messaging people and saying bad things about me and just really destroyed me. And, you know, like I said, like you wouldn't think that you would allow that as an adult. I mean, I was 30, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> but it, it really, really affected me. And there was one of our coaches that also was kind of on that guy's bandwagon Mm -hmm. that basically told me that I didn't belong at the school, that I had no business being there, that nobody respected me. Oh my God. Yeah. So I was going to quit. I was going to, I was going to leave the industry and go back and get a regular job. And luckily really two people kind of pulled me out of it. 
course, James, you uh-huh. know, um, when, when I had the deep conversations with him that were like, do I need to just go back to work, you know, like, and, and not be in the school full time and that kind of stuff. You know, he was like, if these boys have mommy issues, they can get out. <laughs> <laughs> I love James. Like, he's great. Um, and, and, you know, th- that was, that was the very nice version of what he right. said, you I'm know, sure. <laughs> um, but he was like, you know, this is your home. And if they can't respect that, then there's the door. Like they don't yeah. need to stick around. And then my friend, Suzanne, I was at like a business dinner and we were in the bathroom and she said, why haven't you been screaming from the rooftops that you won this international marketer of the year? And I don't know why that question like really got me in that moment, but I just burst into tears. Uh, And it was like in that moment, I realized that I had been hiding. I was, I, my confidence and everything was just destroyed. And so, you know, between the two of them, they really kind of helped pick me up and dust me off. And uh, I actually, I, I dyed my hair purple at that time and I called it my F you hair. Um, <laughs> kind of like from Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, like, you know, F you, that's my name. Um, but it was, it was, <laughs> it was like, to me, it was supposed to be my reminder that like, I didn't care what people thought of me. Yeah. Like that was, it, it was just my personal, like I needed that as a reminder. Mm-hmm. And what's funny. So, you know, we talk a lot about Rachel, but Rachel hated my purple hair and she would tell me all the time wait just which rachel in case rachel this is the first time? in case this is the first time rachel and i are really good friends but uh she'd always be like i hate your hair <laughs> that's my rachel impersonation <laughs> and i would just be like i know you do and if i cared i wouldn't have purple hair like that's the whole reason i have purple hair is so i can be like i don't care that you hate it <laughs> So, um, but it was, you know, like it was what I needed to just remind myself like that I, I could stand on my own two feet and that I didn't, I didn't care what other people thought of me. Mm-hmm. And that's not easy, you know, like, and that took a lot of work. It took a lot of work to really get to a place that I truly didn't care that right. I didn't need the purple hair to remind me anymore. So that's why, like when people ask when I started into jujitsu, it wasn't until, you know, probably 2013 that I really started um, becoming obsessed with it. Like, and yeah. that's when I, that's when I found my own love for jujitsu and, you know, jujitsu does make you more confident. It makes you confident in your own skin. And so it, it really helped me. And I guess the reason like I've been reflecting on it so much is, you know, now here, we just had this women's camp with 160 women right? who so many of them sent me private messages or came up to me afterwards and was just like this weekend, changed my life. Yeah. You know, like this weekend impacted me so much in ways I would have never imagined possible. Um, I had a family member of one of the girls contact me in tears. Like, I'm just so pleased for what you've done for my family. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, you know, like I do all these women's self-defense seminars and, you know, have people that, you know, I know, I know the impact that, I mean, you'll, you'll, you never know the full impact you make, right. but I just really think about had I quit all these lives, I would have never impacted. I would have never touched. And it just really has made me like really reflect a lot about being able to get through that tough time and push on 
get past it and know, know in your heart where you're supposed to be. You know, like we look back just, you know, when we first, the first several years of opening the school, like we couldn't afford the school, but we kept it open because we knew that that's where we were supposed to be. We knew that we would affect a lot of people through the jujitsu school. But I just think that's really compounded a lot in the past couple of years. And had I quit, right, that would have never been possible. So I'm just been really grateful these past (laughs) few weeks thinking about all that. I'm really grateful that you didn't quit (laughs) or like we wouldn't be sitting here. We wouldn't be having this conversation and hopefully impacting other people just even with this podcast. Yeah. Because it's funny how you put stuff out there and you don't know. Is anybody even going to listen or, you know, is any, is it going to help in any way? Right. And then like you get an Instagram message or some, somebody says, Hey, like that, you guys talked about something that totally resonated with me. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and it doesn't have to be this huge. Like you don't have to be Oprah. Right. To have right. an impact. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I do too. I do too. I think it's, I think it's really important. And then I also, you know, like it's kind of one of those things where you don't know what other people are going through. Right. You know, like, so keeping in mind, like you, you don't know what struggles people have. And, you know, if you notice something seems off mm-hmm. like reaching out to them and being like hey yeah what's what's going on is there something that i can help you with because had you know had people not reached out to me in that time i'm i may not have stayed i may not have you know been able to get through it so and you know like there are definitely some people that are still in my life very strongly that that remember going through all of that and remember what all that guy did and you know it's just yeah it's good to have them there to have my back and yeah. oh yeah you got to have your people absolutely you've got good people I do I have the best people <laughs> I really do I have such amazing people not a day goes by that I don't think about how thankful I am about all the amazing people in my life so I'm just thankful to you know get to kind of spread that love <laughs> <laughs> so to wrap this episode up then what what is that on and off the mat that you want to share for yeah. this one I think I kind of want to like combine it okay, um, for like to have like an accountability partner, you know, somebody that will notice if you've missed a few classes Mm -hmm. or will notice that you're not really yourself. You're in a slump, whatever. Somebody that, you know, if you're not answering the phone, will show up at your door and be like, get dressed. We got to get out of here. You know, whatever that looks like. Um, But just having somebody that you help be responsible for and that they help be responsible for you kind of thing. I think that's great. Well, I know one of the things that's even been helpful to me or or when I've thought maybe like, I don't really want to go to class or I don't have time to go to class, which is probably more, it's more of, I don't have time and I don't want to go, you know, but like Rissa or somebody posted, Hey, who, who's going to be at class? And that was a couple of weeks ago. And just to see that, just to have somebody pop in one of the Facebook groups and say, hey, I'm going to be there. Yep. Who else is coming? Yeah. It's really nice to see because then you're like, oh, well, she's going to be there. So yeah, I, I should, should go. go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So just having that, yeah, the, the group aspect of it to where mm-hmm. you're, you're like, hey, I'm going to class tonight. Will I see you there? <laughs> yeah. It, it It's so helpful because you never know who's sitting on the fence. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm not going to go. It's too much work. Yeah. 
Yeah. I have one girl that I've been really working to try and get in and in her heart, she really wants to do it. Mm -hmm. She tells me all the time that she wants to. Yeah. Um, And so I message her almost every day, like, Hey, are you coming to class in the morning? Pack your bag, have your stuff ready, come to class, you know? And on one hand, you know, like it can get a little trying, like she's not coming in, she's not coming in, she's not coming in. But I know that, you know, like if I, if I just stick with her and help support her and love her where she's at, which I'm really big on loving people where they are, um, that I can help eventually get her on the mat and training. I don't know that I ever would have shown up had I not seen you and Jen like every month. Yeah. Yeah. That, that constant reminder, you know, uh, there was a post I saw on Facebook recently that was like, have you ever gotten anyone to try jujitsu? <laughs> and almost all of the answers were, nope, I keep trying to get people in. I keep talking about it, but everybody thinks I'm crazy. Um, but keep trying. Like there are a lot of people, you know, I know how much jujitsu can change someone's life. Yeah. Like, so not continuing to try seems mean it does kind of selfish Selfish, like not letting them in on the secret right right yeah you just have to continue getting out there and and being like come on like let me let me help you see the way of (laughs) jujitsu i'm glad you guys didn't give up on me right (laughs) because i can feel it i just i just feel it yeah it it feels it feels good for your soul i think so well and i think it has reminded me that there's this fight that I think got lost. Mm -hmm. And now it's like learning, being okay with the fight, but managing the anger piece of it. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Cause I think for a while it was, it was just the anger and the rage. So you get rid of that, but then you kind of lose that edge. Right. Cause you're being nice and gentle and accommodating. Yeah. You don't want to be aggressive or. Right. And you lose that. I was like, Oh, it's nice to be able to go do that and find that again, because it just when you lose that in one piece of your life, you lose it in all of it. Right. So back to, you know, what we talked about in a previous, like with Emily Kwok, like Mm -hmm. tap into your inner warrior. Right. Take some heads. Exactly. (laughs) So let's wrap this episode up and go take some heads. All right, let's do it. (laughs) And we will see you on on the the mat. mat. We didn't do a call to action. Oh, let's do that. <laughs> let's do that. We're still rolling. You know, you know somebody that you want to invite to jujitsu. Why don't you start by sharing this episode with them? If you're listening in Spotify or Apple Podcast or wherever it is you listen to your podcast, there's a little share button. You can just text them the link. And maybe this will be what helps you get them on the mat. Connect with us on Instagram. You will find us there at Beauty and the Gee Podcast. And you can follow all of my individual shenanigans at Brassy Broad Jen. And I'm AJ Klingerman. And we're also on Twitter at Beauty and the Gee. Thanks for listening. And we will see you on, on the, the mat. mat.